You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. What's going on, guys? I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT Community. I've got Ian here with me. Hello, Brennan. This is our first video podcast of 2020. And I'm a little nervous. I'm a little excited. <laughs> We're not going to break that. Is it the fourth wall? Right? Right. We're not going to break that fourth wall and We're not gonna. look in this general direction. We're just going to do our thing. Right. And There's um, two guys in a room. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Kevin's not here today. He's uh, he's He called out sick. So... Yep. I miss him already. Um, had to scramble at the last minute and kind of restructure some things that would be better suited for just me and you. But we've got this new Wonderful. and hopefully semi-final um, iteration of the uh, All Things Testosterone podcast studio. This wonderful mid-century couch that I'm sitting on. <laughs> we, um, we've been through some changes in this tiny room, you know, in the short time that we did video. I mean, we had that table in here this way and... I don't even remember what else. We were in the kitchen at, at one point, but now we're in a in a bedroom, and this is what we've got. Yeah. So um, what else? Oh, Ian, if I were maybe thinking I was, was my testosterone was deficient and I wasn't quite sure, maybe I am sure, it doesn't really matter, but I'm having trouble finding a doctor, mm-hmm. what would you recommend? You know, I'd probably call Ken at Matrix Hormones. Okay, okay. Is he a pretty nice guy? Yeah, and he, he knows his stuff. Knowledgeable guy, okay. Re- really smart guy. How's his response time? Is he customer service? Is awesome. Solid? Awesome. Okay, Calls cool. back within the same day. At where would I find them? Are they on the internets? Uh, they they do have a website, I, it's as probably, most businesses do. <laughs> probably MatrixHormones.com. Yeah, um, safe to say. <laughs> if you mention that Ian told you about them, They'll uh they'll knock one hundred and fifty dollars off of their initiation fee, which essentially makes it a free consult and free initiation and whatnot. Uh, but they're they're doing good things. They're treating nationwide via telemedicine. And I've had I, I've seen some comments lately in the group of guys questioning, you know, well, how do they do blood work and stuff? And it they they abs all of the telemedicine companies, or at least the ones that we talk about. Um, they they require lab work. They are on the up and up, above board, legal. And what they do is they just send you to a lab, a lab core or a Quest Diagnostics near you, and then they get the results that way. So that kind of answers that TRT 101 question. I, I've seen that. I don't know if you noticed it, but a couple of people have asked lately in the group. So it may have been in comments. Yeah, that's just the, the basic logistics of it. They're going to send a requisition to a 
lab facility in your area. Yep. Make it nice and convenient for you. And that's what Matrix is going to do. Um, so, yeah, Matrix Hormones. Thanks, Matrix Hormones. Thanks, Matrix Hormones. Um, today we're going to talk, I've got my phone here, the YouTube guy's spying on me that, you know, maybe that's not professional, but I don't know. I don't have like a whiteboard on the opposite wall that I can stare at. So uh, we're going to talk about um, just kind of a top 10 thing list that TRT users should have need and or should just know about. Um, so I guess we'll just do it. Number 10. <laughs> and this, these are not really in any particular order and some of them are super obvious. Um, but number one is, or number 10 is you need a doctor. <laughs> but in no particular order. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a doctor. Yes. And and that's an obvious one. But uh, I see a lot of guys in the group, and this this comes up quite a bit. And the, the question is, it's where do I get it? Where, how do I get a hold of some testosterone? Well, the answer for for this group and for our purposes is, it's it's through a doctor's prescription. Um, you, you go, the doctor sends you to get lab work done if he deems it necessary. If your levels, if your levels, your T levels aren't in in the normal range or whatever they deem, they will prescribe you testosterone. Yes. There's there's no other way to go about it. Every time I see somebody post that question, I assume that they are fishing for in-box yes. uh, black market testosterone. I usually delete them. Um, and and I, we're on to you. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're on to you. We know what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You broke the fourth wall. We don't talk about third shift and we don't talk about illegal drugs in our testosterone we don't source drugs illegally (laughs) um so i've covered the first one you need a doctor ken at matrix hormones is fantastic he's not the medical director but he is the practitioner and i will add you don't necessarily need a physician doctor it can be a pa it can be a nurse practitioner someone licensed to prescribe Controlled medications, yes, or that practices under someone who's licensed to prescribe controlled med- controlled substances. I should say that's a good point because a lot of people flip out and just refute. They want a urologist or an endocrinologist, exactly. and I have never met. Um, I mean, I would be hard pressed to come up with doctors with practitioners that are better than Kevin Apple and Rachel Lyle that we have used and do use, and. First of all, they're, Kevin is an, a PA and Rachel is an MP and Rachel's a woman. And like these guys have a problem with treating – a woman can't possibly know what we're right. going through. She doesn't need to know what we're going through. She needs to be up to speed, up to date, humble and willing to listen. And yeah, <laughs> that's that script. <laughs> about it. That's what you need from a doctor. You don't need any specific specialty. You just need somebody that knows TRT. So number nine – Number nine. (laughs) I've got storage slash organization. And I can tell you right now I'm using like one of those plastic shoe boxes that you get from like uh, the container store. And it's just got, you know, Amber is is on hormone replacement as well. And it's just got both of our junk dumped into it. And it's a real pain. Um, I'm going to order probably a tackle box. And that's what I would recommend to most guys is that you just get a little simple $10 tackle box it's got the tiers that kind of pull out and you can separate your needles you know your draw needles and your injection needles and your syringes and your medications and what the alcohol pads uh, and that makes it really simple so i'll i'll put a link in the description below i think eric was saying that at some point i said that's not a thing but now that we're on youtube the description yeah, is below down there 
personally, I use a uh, bathroom drawer that was not otherwise being used. So that, that's work. also an option. I've literally got one drawer in my bathroom, and it's taken. Seats taken. <laughs> uh, number eight, and this isn't absolutely necessary, but the vial adapters come in handy. Do you use a vial adapter? I don't because I've been using uh, the insulin needles, the 30-gauge insulin needles, so yeah. I don't – just to make it all easy. Yeah. With the tea, I don't mind being patient and waiting for it to mm-hmm. – when I'm drawing it out, I don't mind waiting a minute or two for it to draw draw into the needle. Um, but I'm not opposed to it. The, the vial adapt. It seems like a really cool yeah. concept. Yeah. Not yeah, used it, though. I like them. I, and I use the – I just actually – ordered um you might have seen them on the table when you came in just three packets of insulin needles so we're both using those now and i'm just going to backfill them but i'm still going to use the vial adapter just because then i don't have to buy extra needles i am wasting a syringe every time but i'm going to draw it up in the in the syringe through the vial adapter and then shoot it into the back backfilled insulin syringe because i'm not as patient well and amber does oh the backfilling method yeah mostly I don't mind with my multiple injections throughout the week and it's a small dose. Like that's not a big deal, but Amber does one ML of vitamin D and that's also suspended in oil and a whole ML through a 30 gauge is pretty legit wait time. (laughs) So for that one specifically, I I don't have the patience for it. You brew some coffee while you're waiting. (laughs) Exactly. You could brew multiple coffees. Um, so you, you might have just said this, but you do you still combine your H? Oh, you're not you're not on HCG. I'm right not now. on HCG okay. right now, but if I were, I would. Yeah. Okay. Um, what number are we on? Seven. Number seven. <laughs> uh, needles, obviously, and the only reason that I put needles on this list is because uh, one, we see that question all the all the time. Where is the best place to buy needles? So I'll put some links in the description below. But um, really, what I wanted to say is that. You know, if you're using a vial adapter, you can get away with using, like you mentioned, a 30-gauge. I I am using 30-gauge. I think the insulin syringes, the needles on there that I got are 28s. But you can use, I've used a 31. You can use them. You don't have to use a 22, a 23. And I think that it's like this rite of passage that guys think that they need to, to use a giant harpoon to... A whale inject. catcher. <laughs> and I don't subscribe to that theory. The smaller... I can reasonably push into my skin the better. And and generally the the size of the needle, which half inch or the the insulin size needles, I mean and when I'm talking about the size, I mean the length. Um <laughs> half inches is, is usually or or smaller is usually the sub Q or yeah. could it be used for shallow? I it am? could. I've always I've got relatively lean muscular delts, so I think that I, <laughs> yeah, I think that you I can, can hit muscle there. Yeah, um, quads probably the same thing. My my legs are pretty muscular. Now you know most other places on my body, I don't think I would find muscle in my glute. I don't think most people would with half inch, but right. Um, yeah, there are certain places that you could inject pec that kind of thing that you'd find muscle. Oh, the pec injection. Yeah, never gonna Ugh. try that. Number six, syringes. And again, kind of, well, this one's actually not an issue. People don't ever ask where to find syringes. But I wanted to comment just kind of flashing back to a couple of episodes ago whenever we had that little experiment. Yeah. One ML syringes are what you need. You don't need two. You don't need three. Um, <laughs> it Scientifically, there is a formula that says that um, a one ML syringe requires less work 
to less effort to push the testosterone through. It makes it easier if you use a one ml. Don't argue; it's science. So I'll probably throw a link to some syringes up there. Yeah, feel free to push back if you get the pharmacy too, because I, I went to the pharmacy to pick up uh, my my vial, and they tried to hand me some three three mil syringes, and I said, I, "This is way too much." Yeah, because they're expecting you likely because the doctor wrote it that way to inject one ml, you know, 200 milligrams at a time, which is, you know, based on what we talk about. We, we prefer to split that up over a little bit. Sure. Um, days. Number five, number five, <laughs> it's slipping on my production. I've got, um, a body wash. So the reason I put the body wash on there is because, you know, we will be prone to that sebum production. We will be prone to, um, maybe more acne than you're used to. And face wash is on here as well. I probably should have listed it beforehand. But um, so, yeah, we'll say number five is face face wash, which I use a benzoyl peroxide um, replenix brand. It'll be in the description. Um, there's a Sal 3 bar of soap. I just I don't care for this bar of soap necessarily. Yeah. Um, but it, it they both work. I've used them both and they work. Um, I like the replenix brand because it it leaves you kind of, I like to be left a little bit dry you mm-hmm. know, in my face. Yeah, and yeah. I, I've got one that's called like Dr. Dr. Something. And I like it because it's a pump bottle, but it leaves me feel, it's like a lotion-y kind of thing. I yeah. will say I like the, I like having the bar because then you can have it lather up with that one rag. That's the, your acne rag. That's good. Cause it's going to get, yeah. Then it, it stains it or destroys it kind of. Yeah. The, 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 the wash rag. Probably so, the peroxide in it or something. Else. Yeah. It, it kind of ble- bleaches out the rag a little bit, so you can have just that one set aside for okay. Just a little bit of practical free, yeah. So maybe content there. <laughs> maybe we combine the two, um, body wash and face wash. And the reason that I separated them is because the the Replenix face wash is like close. To, it's like seventeen or eighteen dollars a tube. Ooh. Yeah, it lasts a long time if you're only using it on your face. But okay, if you start spreading it around your body, it's going to go really quickly. That was my next question. Yeah, was, do you use something separate for your face and your shoulder or back or whatever? Yeah. So I don't. I really only use it a little bit here and there on my shoulders. Not much these days, and then on, mostly on my face. But if you need it all over, the South Three bars of soap are are much more affordable than mm-hmm. the the Replenix Benzoil, and that's the salicylic acid bar of soap. So maybe you just use that for your body and I guess use it for your face too. I don't, I don't really care. Right on. So I'll link both of those. Um, number four. <laughs> so number four kind of goes hand in hand with number three, which also goes hand in hand with something that I did not put on this list. So the thing that I did not put on this list is HCG. So I'm no longer telling people that you must be on HCG. And the reason that I'm not really willing to say that these days is one, because I'm humble enough to adapt my theories. <laughs> and, and I, I just, you know, some guys, some, it makes some guys really hard to dial in and it gives them a lot of, a lot of side effects. So if you're not taking HCG, then I do recommend you supplement DHEA. And we've talked about what that is um, or what, you know, the benefits of that you get, you know, memory, cognition, energy, all the, all the good benefits come from that. And then the very next one plays off of that one, number three. Number two, three. <laughs> number three is a pregnant, <laughs> pregnant alone supplement. So just supplement with those two things, and that will cover a lot of what you're missing out on 
by not having or not taking the HCG and quickly HCG is what continues the cycle of your uh, HPTA going. It helps maintain your natural production of testosterone that will shut down once you introduce exogenous testosterone. And then when, when that shuts down, you miss out on creating all of these other things like Preg and DHEA. So that's why I recommend supplementing with those. And keeps you fertile. And it keeps you fertile. And it keeps your testicles their normal size. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read this. I just got a Facebook message this morning that asked this very question. And it always blows me away when people's doctors don't know these things. But this gentleman says, hi, my name is Steven. I've been on TRT for around five years or so. Um, blah, blah, blah. Um, I do have questions, more, some more embarrassing than others. My libido seems to be gone. My energy levels are dropping and my testicles are shrinking. I know you're not a doctor, but you know, what's going on? And I replied back to him and basically said, you know, your testicles are shrinking because of this. You're not on HCG. That's normal. It's going to happen. I'm surprised it took five years. Um, and you know, the other two questions I would, I would pull labs and check your E2, your estradiol and and your prolactin levels. And he came back and said, yeah, my doctor didn't, didn't know what to tell me. He didn't mention those at all. And I'm like, this is TRT 101. You know, those things are not, that's like beginner level stuff. So if your doctor doesn't know to be checking those things, then he probably doesn't know to be checking a lot of other things. And he's probably just checking the total, maybe the free and that's probably not free. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Steven, I'd give Ken at uh, matrix hormones a call and see what he can do to help. Thank you, Steven. <laughs> uh, number two. Number two. Wait a minute. Oh, oh wait. Yeah, because I, I combined those two. So number one. Do you remember what number one was supposed to be? Is it the face wash? You're looking at me like I've seen your phone last. Well, I told you. Either way. Number number two slash number one. We've ruined the, the anticipation of number mm-hmm. one. But... Number two is a um, storage or sharps container. So mm. I see a lot of guys talking about just tossing them in the trash, and that is against the law, at least in most states. Yeah. Uh, not to mention it's just kind of rude, you know? <laughs> if I got stuck with a needle, if I was a garbage man and I was stuck with a needle, I would freak out. Support would, your garbage man. Yeah. And get a, I mean, get a I sharps container. HIV tests, don't you have to do like multiple over six? Like it would be like six months before you know if you if you're safe. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. So don't throw your stuff away. A lot of guys use like an old uh, laundry detergent bottle, an old milk jug, something like that. I have an actual sharps container that you can drop off with your doctor. Um, but I, Ian, turned me on to that little BD uh, for those. Yeah, cooker. for those using. The, the shorter half inch or maybe the the insulin sized needles the thirty gauge and, and smaller the the needle clipper is amazing it'll yeah. last you I'm guessing two three years yeah they, before you have to toss it out they advertise that you know you can fit like seven million needles in it or something ridiculous I, I don't yeah. know I mean it, it's enough to where it would be two or three it years looks worth. like an oversized fingernail clipper yeah. but it's for needles and yeah. and then you can just recap. Recap where the needle was and throw that in the trash. Yeah, and that's what I do. I'm curious to see how long it actually lasts, but either way, I think it was like seven dollars. I haven't tried something. it though. But if you had an inch long needle, if you're doing intermuscular, um, intramuscular, I should say, if you could clip, 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 like clip it down to yeah. size, you know. Well, it might be wide enough to handle. I don't. I don't know how wide it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what the gauge limit is on it, but yeah, I don't. 
Either way, I love mine. So I'll link that in the storage thing. It's, it's funny because I'm also I also do allergy immunotherapy shots, uh, subcutaneous, and use the same use the same needles, so, uh, use the same gauge and size needles. But uh, the, my allergy lab where I go, they turned me on to that and said, you know, it's like five between five and ten bucks on Amazon. Yeah, It'll for, last you forever. You know, one or two years worth of disposal. Speaking of allergy, you said it was the immunotherapy. How's that going? Uh, it's mainly for just, yeah, the seasonal allergy stuff. And I've had, I'm on, I've just started year two with my second file set or my second year's file set that they got retested about a month ago. They reformulate a, a serum of sorts and then they set you up and I'm doing it. It's every other day and it's in the back of my, arms one is for airborne and one is for molds those related allergies and it's great so you've been doing injections in your arms for two for a, a year, year. Mm-hmm. you do them yourself yes so simply put this was offered to me 10 12 years ago and i turned it down because she made it sound ridiculous but i'd never heard of it you know normally you go and you get the allergy shot and you go on your way and i went one year to do that and she was like no we don't really do that anymore we do this where they're exposing you to small doses of your allergen. It's exactly what's going and on, and then here. you will build a tolerance. So, so it, it's just like it's just like the testosterone clinic thing. Like you go to the men's tea center or the low T clinic. There are places they're going to want you to come in every week to get your allergy shots done. They can't possibly release it. <laughs> but this this the clinic I go to, which where my it, it's attached to my primary care doctor, that same office. They send me home with a vial set about once once a month. I do them. I do them every other day, and at some point this year, in fact, I'm on vial set one, year year two vial set one. By the time I get to vial set three or four this year, it'll be once a week a once a week maintenance dose shot. Is, does it work? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the seasonal allergies have improved. Five tenfold. I don't know. It's 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 improved <laughs> a quite weird, a bit. Weird way to measure. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, then the I symptoms. I mean, that. I I don't I don't have the same. I don't suffer as much as I do yeah. as I used to. So well, I I refuse just because they made it. You know, when I was a kid, you just go and you get your shot once or twice a year and you're done. But she made it sound like it was something crazy and experimental. And this was a long time ago. But yeah. I was like, nah, and it was really expensive. And I was, you know, 20 or something. Oh, it's, it's expensive, for, but, um, if you, uh, I met my deductible last year, so it came out to like 300 total for the, the updated testing and the new serum, I think. So or 350 right at that. So, um, and like I said, by the, the end of this year, I'll be on one, one shot a week maintenance dose, Nice, which is, which is really nice and it's working. So I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Um, yeah. So, and it's increasing in concentration as you go along. You know, it's exposing you to a little bit higher concentration of yeah the things you're allergic to: grasses, trees, animal things. Neat. I think that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT community.